my partner's words don't meet up with his actions. What do I do? Welcome to the Real Talk Recovery Podcast with the Therapy Brothers. We're brothers, we're therapists, and we know recovery. Bring your stories, your questions, your successes with Real Recovery. It's a good one, Brandon. We're going to talk a little bit about, I think, congruency and boundaries today. But uh, before we get into that, we do have another review. Really nice review here. Uh, it just says recovery. It says, I found this podcast after hearing Tyler and Brandon on a different podcast. These two model empathy while providing real tools for recovery. Tyler brings a grounded humility that makes this podcast really inspiring for me. Brandon is the expert with a little winky face. I can feel that their heart is in this work. Seven months into recovery, I'm working for my real masculinity, becoming a wholehearted person and acting on my values. My wife and I found a marriage counselor is helping us to reconcile after our separation. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was really yeah. kind. Yeah. Love that review. I'm glad to hear that you're doing your work too. That's, that's always what we like to see and feel like we're helping with. So thank you. Well, and he threw, he threw in there working on his masculinity, which is, is awesome. One of my yeah. favorite things. So. <laughs> Man. That is. Okay, well, we have a guest here today. I think she's going to bring a lot of, of questions that a lot of people wonder about. And so I think the questions that she has are really pertinent to a lot of people. So I'm glad that she's here willing to have the courage to come and ask them. So Liz, welcome to the show. Hi. Good to have you. Thanks. Um, so if you would like, just start out with a little bit of background as to what's going on with you and then ask away. All right. Um, see, we've been married for almost 10 years. Um, we have two small kids. Um, about five years ago, right after my first was born, I discovered something in his journal. Um, and I brought it to his attention and he was remorseful and um, basically said it won't ever happen again. And we kind of left it at that for a while. Okay. We did um, counseling on and off for a while, marriage counseling. Um, about two years later, I found more of it. Um, he had by then joined 12 step and okay. had written out his step one, which um, basically is the whole history. Um, and I found that and I read it and was blindsided by everything. Not the past, not just past behaviors, but current behaviors. Um, so that was a few years ago. And we've and, and, been- And you had no idea. No, I knew that there was, infidelity I didn't know the extent and I didn't know the extent of the addiction to porn and yeah I didn't know the extent of it so it was a true d-day I mean rocked your world right oh yeah completely yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
that was kind of my second D-Day because the first happened after my son was born and this was happened like two years later. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was about to leave and he came home one day from counseling and basically said, I screwed up. You have the right to leave. I, you know, I, I can't believe I did this to you. I can't believe I lied to you. Like just the full, full apology for hours and hours. And, um, so I stayed and we've been working on it ever since. However, the pattern remains the same. Um, the acting out as far as looking at pornography, looking at videos that are borderline pornography, um, talking to women online, that's, that's all there still. Hmm. So how do I... How do I respond when he says he wants to change? He says he wants to be different. He says that he is really struggling. He says that he's trying, but his actions aren't matching his words. Liz, can you continue to just for a second, talk a little bit about what your experience is while you're seeing this pattern unfold emotionally? Like what's the process that you've been in as you've kind of been witnessing this and trying to figure out what to do? Um, I've been doing a lot of individual counseling as far as, and, uh, group work to try to, um, just focus on me and less on his stuff. Cause I know I get wrapped up in where he's at, but I think I'm at that point where I am just hitting my limit and I don't want to keep having the same conversations over and over again. And I'm immense, emotionally spent. Um, it's hard enough to manage two small kids. Mm -hmm. And then this on top of that is just wearing me down. Uh, since the apology, when he sat you down, um, have you felt a shift in his heart at all? Um, like, is he showing up different in terms of, um, humility and honesty and those type of things, or is it just kind of that one-time thing? you know, get it all out, say, I'm sorry, say, I'm sorry, but then no real shift happening. I, I struggle with that because there are times that we can have good conversations that we can hear each other out and connect, but it's not consistent. And there's a lot of times when he kind of will mentally check out or mm -hmm. be dismissive. Um, it's, it's not consistent. Mm -hmm. So there's no longer the amount of emotional abuse. I think there was in the beginning, but there's no connection either. Consistent connection, you know, having a good conversation every now and then is not a healthy right. relationship. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you're listening here, this is the betrayed, the addicted and the expert feed. And we sure appreciate you following us and listening here. We want to let you know that we have moved to Real Talk Recovery. If you'd like to complete the episode, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, any place where there's podcasts, Real Talk Recovery, or you can go to realtalkrecovery.com. Thanks again for all of your support.